0: Are you in a state of recovery? Do you want more clarity and direction? Have you built your foundation and wonder what lies beyond recovery? Do you wanna discover what you are truly capable of? And are you ready to discover your purpose, learn to overcome your limiting beliefs and change your mindset? Are you ready to discover the key to living a purpose-driven life? When we recover, we are returning to a normal state of health, mind, and strength. We begin the process of regaining control over something that was lost, but our journey doesn't have to stop there. This is the Road Beyond Recovery podcast. After overcoming my own 20-year battle of addiction to drugs and alcohol, I have now dedicated my life to empowering those in recovery to rewire their brain so they can change their story and enhance the recovery even further. Hey everyone, and thank you for joining me on another episode of the Road Beyond Recovery podcast. So grateful you're with me today. Let's kick it off with a little bit of gratitude and today I'm grateful for connection, authentic connection. What I've noticed is the longer I stay clean and sober, the more authentic connections I make with people. I, you know, when you're connecting with people in long-term recovery, the types of conversations that you start to have change, right? It's not focused on other people anymore. It's focused on what you're currently doing for yourself. It's focused what you want in your future. And it's really i find you become each other's biggest cheerleaders right you push each other further and that is something that i really appreciate you know i am i call call myself an introvert extrovert and that's because i do really well in one on one and small groups but when I'm in a big group of people I tend to kind of revert inward I get shy for a little bit until I can warm up and even then I don't always warm up and so I have always appreciated those just authentic connections friendships in my life because it's really great when you can celebrate together right when you can encourage each other you can motivate each other and When someone's feeling down, you can be there for support in an effective way, right? Which is oftentimes just listening. You know, it's not taking over, it's not trying to fix things. Rather, it's just being present in the relationship. So that's what I appreciate today. Something else that I am incredibly grateful for is that I get to announce the first annual Rise Beyond Recovery Virtual Summit. This is happening April 4th through April the 8th. So you're going to hear from over 25 speakers. I think we're almost up to 30 now in recovery on how they overcame addiction, found recovery, and created a life so good for themselves that they never want to go back to their old way of living. Now, this event kind of started off as a vision for me, I had been to a lot of sober events, and you know those were always really motivating. But there wasn't really anything out there on how to take your recovery to that next level, right? I mean, you got to build that foundation because that is what will keep us clean and sober. But then now what, right? We have a gift. I believe that those of us who have overcome adversity and or addiction and who have found recovery, we are capable of so much more than we think. And so my vision was to bring together some incredible people in recovery and have them share about their experience and how they learned to live a more purpose-driven life. And that is how this event was born. So the event is actually free to attend, but, You can also purchase a VIP lounge pass that will give you lifetime access to the speaker recordings. Plus, this is the really cool part, a bonus gift from each of the speakers, which will help you enhance your own recovery. So this is essentially going to be coaching sessions, meditations, eBooks, all tools that you can use and add to your toolbox on helping you achieve long-term recovery now tickets are only 25 bucks and the best part is is that $15 of every ticket sold will go to the nonprofit organization touched by addiction and that is gonna help get someone in need into long-term treatment so My goal for this event is to sell at least 1000 tickets so that we can help at least 14 people get into a year long treatment program. So if you know anybody in recovery who wants to be inspired, who wants to be part of this amazing event, remember it's free. You can also purchase that VIP pass. Check out the website at www.risebeyondrecovery.ca and you can purchase your pass there. So, on today's episode, I wanted to talk about adjusting our course. And the reason that this came to mind for today's episode is that I feel like I've been doing a lot of that lately. And I wanted to kind of share some of the areas that I've decided to adjust and also the lessons that I've learned from every course correction. I mean, if you think about it, when we go on a road trip and we decide to go off course, right? uh, Sometimes we can get lost. And so we have to find a better way. We have to adjust our course so we can get to that final destination. And I kind of look at life that way as well, is that I've got this vision of what it is that I want to create for my life. And throughout the day, I can make these decisions. I can either move closer to that vision or I can move further away. And one of my visions is to continue to develop and grow in long-term recovery. And trust me, guys, there are decisions I make sometimes that get me right off on the wrong path, but that's okay as long as I learn from those mistakes or decisions, right? Mistakes are really just an opportunity to either do something different or to improve um, what we're currently doing. And so I look at, you know, all those roadblocks or speed bumps along our path in this amazing journey of recovery as just opportunity to do something different. And so I wanted to share a bit about the adjustments that I've been making in my own recovery. So one of the areas that I've had to make some adjustments in again is my health, my eating. Now over, I think even throughout my addiction, you know, my health has always been a focus of mine, except I did it in a very unhealthy way uh, back in my addiction career. And then when I found recovery, I started off doing it in a very healthy way because I was always doing the restricted dieting you know, that first year I ate incredibly clean, which was good, but I was also restricting myself. And so when I would eat something that was off plan, I would feel like crap and I would overdo it. So of course, throughout my recovery, I would kind of reach towards those quick fix, right? Because that, that's the quick fixes are what I had reached to in my addiction, throughout my addiction, and because I just wanted the weight to go down and I wanted to feel better. And so I tried many different strategies in over the last decade and some of them have been really good. They've worked really well. They made me feel really good. But the problem was, is that whenever I was restricting myself, as soon as I went off that plan, of course, as everybody knows who's ever tried dieting, is you revert back to your old behaviors. So I decided, you know, by the suggestion, Um, to try intuitive eating and it worked out in some areas, some areas, not so much, but what I did learn is that there's certain foods that I can actually eat in moderation, right? Chips was one of them. Now, when I was on a diet and I bought a bag of chips because I was always restricting myself, I would eat the whole bag whenever I was given the opportunity or started eating one, I couldn't stop. But what I realized is that when I wasn't worrying too much about what it was I ate and just trying to sense when I was full, I could have a bag of chips in my house for about a week, right? And not, sometimes it would even go stale, which is really cool. But then there was other foods I realized that were trigger foods, right? Those comfort foods, Um, pastas, chicken strips, french fries, pizza. There were certain foods that, not that I can't eat those foods, But if I started eating those foods, it was incredibly hard for me to stop. And I, it really brought me back to early, you know, recovery when I learned about what alcohol did to me, right? I couldn't just have one drink and stop. It just, it didn't happen. That's why I can no longer drink safely. So I thought about that with food, right? And I've always believed that there's not one size fits all that everybody can do the same plan and they'd be totally fine. I just don't believe that. I think you have to find what works for you. And so, although I learned a lot from intuitive eating and I think in some ways it also helped my recovery, it also made me think that if someone told me, hey, Tamar, you can drink whatever you want, just stop before you get drunk, right? If that was the case, I would still be an active alcoholic. I might be dead by now. And so there's certain foods that unfortunately give me that same response where when I start eating it, I can't stop. And those are the foods that when I'm in a, a time of stress or maybe I'm sad and I've got stuff going on, which there's been a lot of lately, I, if I'm alone and I'm not accountable, I tend to reach towards those foods and eat too much. So that is one of the areas I've corrected. Now. Deepening my spiritual connection. That's also an area that I've really wanted to focus on. I've always had prayer and meditation in my morning and evening routine, but I've decided to expand that a little bit. I added the visualization. I added journaling about what I hear my higher power, you know, um, giving me direction on and also doing yoga, right? Doing activities that allow me to work on that development, uh, because I think growing our spiritual con- con- connection for me, it helps calm me down. Because I'm that A type personality that when I have an idea in my head and I have lots, I just go with it and I don't rest until usually I've hit this wall or I experience some sort of burnout. So, this has been an area that I've really had to shift and focus some of my attention and in fact I have to schedule it sometimes right i schedule myself a block of time during the day each and every day where i can disconnect and i meditate or i just step away and do some some reading something like that but i am also making that correction where i'm going to deepen my spiritual connection another area is focusing on the friendships where i have that deeper connection i've always really valued my friends because I have that kind of relationship where we can talk about anything and I really appreciate that but making sure I nurture those connections and those friendships that are healthy for me right I love one-on-one conversation I like small groups as soon as I get into a big group I start to become that introvert because I'm an introvert extrovert And, but it's really focusing on the types of relationships that I have in my life. And also those where we talk primarily about what's going on, what our dreams are, we stay present in the moment, it's not other people focused. And so I really, really appreciate those friendships um, that I have where we can do that stuff. And so It's just making sure that now I focus on nurturing those friendships, right? Because we can get really busy in recovery. I mean, life gets good and sometimes we just don't have the time to see those people that we really care about. So I've been making a real effort to do that and make sure I engage and continue to develop those types of friendships in my life. Now let's talk about the lessons that I have learned Over the last year, I've learned so many amazing lessons. Some of them were hard to swallow. But like I said, I always look at, you know, lessons as an opportunity to learn and grow, right? So some of the things that I've learned is that I can't eat anything I want and have no consequences. There are just certain foods that trigger me, those comfort foods. So those are the ones I have to be more mindful of. And when I have cravings for those foods, I have to do a different action, right? I have to reach out to someone. I have to be accountable. I can't just reach out for that and expect not to overeat them. So that is something that I learned. Also, I do much better with accountability, right? When I'm left to my own devices, it was the same in my addiction. When I could do whatever I want, things did not go that well, right? I used to think I was the general manager of my own universe. And so what I did was I reached out to a couple of friends and said, hey, this is what's going on for me. You know, one of them I told, I have hit my food bottom again, right? I've tried this intuitive eating thing. Some areas it was great, other areas not so much, but I think I need to switch it up. So I need to treat it like I did my early recovery when I learned how to get and stay clean and sober. And so I also reached out to another friend of mine who is a personal trainer and we started just working together, right? She is keeping me accountable. I'm doing my food journal again because I, you know, I've, I've talked about this before, but having a structure and a routine and being accountable is just something that works for me. And so I've gone back to that. And I'm happy to say I'm keeping on track. So that's a good thing. Now, it's also okay to change things up and admit when you're wrong or need help. We're never in this alone. And that's the gift about recovery is that it can get messy. It can get ugly sometimes, and that's okay. It's really what helps us build that resilience and grow. And so, you know, when you mess up, just admit it, right? I learned that it was okay to mess up. We all do that. We're all human. And it's okay to admit when we're not okay or we need help. I mean, you know, in December when I was struggling with that food, I reached out right away and said, I need help, right? I've kind of reverted back to some of my old behaviors and I need to adjust that. Also being open to trying new things. I think I'm, I consider myself now a lifelong learner. I'm just, I love learning about you know, the science of addiction, relapse prevention, all that kind of stuff. It's an area I'm incredibly passionate about. But even when it comes to my health, my fitness, my spiritual life, just being open to continue to try new things and not get so rigid in my thinking or my ways that helps me grow. Now, I also learned that when I'm experiencing emotions like loneliness, sadness, I'm tired, I'm angry. Those are the emotions that in the past have always triggered me to numb, right? When I did it with drugs and alcohol, I did it with food in my recovery. And so those are emotions I have to change my action, right? So when I'm feeling sad, I will usually turn to those comfort foods like I talked about. So I have to create new neural pathways, which means Anytime I feel sad, I take a different action and I strengthen that action, that new habit. And so that's something I'm working on. The other thing I learned is that, you know, I've been so blessed to have these incredible friendships, but there are going to be people that we meet in our journey that may only be there for a reason, right? Or a season. You've probably heard the saying and it's okay. And we just need to make sure that those people in our lives that have been there through thick and thin that we nurture those relationships you know I that's including my own romantic relationship with my partner right I learned that your relationship in order to strengthen it you can't have one foot out the door right you can't be planning your own future and I've done that at times I did that in the past as well and so really focusing on the relationships that are important to you and nurturing them and making sure you're all in no matter how tough they get sometimes, right? Because I mean, I'm not perfect, you know, and I'm sure no one else is. And so relationships take work. I also learned that I really respect and appreciate the connections that I have with those who can stay in the present and those who we help each other to grow stronger. were are our biggest cheerleaders and that just feels good, right? If you have people in your life like that, that help you stay present, you don't focus on the past, you don't focus on other people, you just focus on you, what you're doing and the life you want to create for yourself, man, nurture the crap out of those relationships. And last You know, as I've always known, and I said earlier, is one size doesn't fit all. Create and develop a routine that works for you and don't be afraid to change course. Well, I hope you took a little bit out of this episode. I find that when I get to hear the experience of others and what they go through and Tips and strategies, like things that they implement in their lives, it gives me new ideas, right? And I get to try these things. And in turn, I get to change my own course sometimes. And some of them work, some of them don't, but always stay open minded to that. And remember, if you didn't catch it at the beginning of this episode, come join us at the first annual Rise Beyond Recovery Summit. You're not going to want to miss it. Over 25 speakers um, tickets are super cheap. They're actually free, but if you want to donate and help someone get into long-term recovery through Touched by Addiction, tickets are only 25 bucks. You can head on over to the website to learn more about the summit and who's speaking. It's www.risebeyondrecovery.ca and I'll see you at the summit. I have had the privilege to walk alongside of many people who have built their foundation and further enhanced their recovery. But unfortunately, there are still so many people who are still suffering that need our help. The Road Beyond Recovery podcast is a proud sponsor of Touched by Addiction. Addiction thrives in isolation and darkness. Darkness cannot exist in the presence of light. So if you or someone you know has been affected by addiction, there is help. At Touched by Addiction, we are dedicated to exposing addiction and ending the plague. Be that beacon of hope and light that so many desperately need. Each T-shirt or sweater you buy helps to get a struggling addict off the streets and into a year-long addiction treatment program. If you want to support the movement, go to www.touchedbyaddiction.com.